0: I don't know why I thought it was gonna make a sound to do something <laughs> what is happening? So, Welcome to another episode of the Joy Social Work podcast. I am Joy. Today I have a fantastic amazing returning guest. The fabulous
1: Key is here everybody. <laughs> hey, y'all. hey, Hey y'all hey it's me Key. Key is back again. <laughs> I basically am like a co-host at this point. <laughs> It's the key show. How are you? I am good. You know, the, we living in a, a, um, very germy world. Mm-hmm. It's the <laughs> uh, most germy. The most germy outside of, outside of just being straight up ghetto. Mm. Um, the germs are also disrespectful. So I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, just a cold, not COVID in Jesus name. <laughs> Um, Because, you know, colds, they still exist, even though COVID is around.
0: Right, right. Anytime someone sneezes or coughs or their nose is running, it's like, you got COVID? And it's like, I, I don't. I might, but I don't.
1: Right. I mean, there's a possibility, but, you know, mm-hmm. we're not claiming that. But, in, yeah, you know, I did my at-home test. They've been negative for the last week. And right. so, So okay. we're good.
0: All right. You taking care of yourself, resting and
1: stuff? See about that
0: key why you don't be like
1: just not moving you don't know how to do that do you (laughs) don't know how not to move (laughs) no that's why god be sitting me down so many times because i don't know how not to move it's like but what do you do okay so once i get there what do i do
0: once you get to not moving
1: yeah (laughs) relax I mean you know I could do that for about an hour and after that I'm bored okay okay you know
0: you gotta be doing something
1: I gotta be doing something but yes I have been being more 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 intentional about resting because my health has just been like girl everything is everything is wrong everything is falling apart
0: Uh, who are you telling (laughs) this whole week I've been like do I need to go to the emergency room? And when I go there, where is it? <laughs> like, you know, when you move someplace new, you're like, I don't know what a hospital is. Is there a good hospital? Is there a bad hospital? Apparently those things exist, child, Next. all of the stuff. I was like, oh, is this what almost 40 is like? So, which kind of brought me to the topic that I wanted to talk about, which is self-sabotage, because I was thinking about the time almost 10 years ago now that we did the fbf challenge and it
1: was 2013 wow yeah it we, we, wow.
0: we was like little babies then. no we i was
1: literally a baby <laughs> okay was a i baby. was literally a, a
0: infant. <laughs> an infant <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so my goal, I wanted to be under 200 pounds and I was nine pounds away, I was 208. And then I stopped doing all of the things that I needed to do to lose weight. And now I'm far, far, far from 208. But it was just kind of like, why did I, why did I sabotage that? Like I knew how to do it. I was doing it, I was focused. And then I got close and I was like, nah. And then I was wondering how many people get close to a goal or even maybe not even get close to a goal, but just kind of like stop themselves from doing something. Oftentimes, because they might be afraid that they're going to succeed in it.
1: Yeah, that's so real. It's like you set this astronomical goal, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm going to lose this amount of weight or I'm going to finish this degree or Mm -hmm. save this amount of money, whatever the goal is and you're working towards it, you're working towards it, and you, as soon as you start to see, like, the light at the end of the tunnel, you're, like, (laughs) it's a light, I I tell one of my clients all the time, it's, like, there is light at the end of the tunnel, and it's not a train approach, (laughs) like, it's the exit, it it is the exit, Uh but when you see that light, it's kind of, like, oh, shoot, once I accomplish this goal, then what, you know, Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where the self-sabotage comes in, because it's, like, I'm so, so, so close, but then, especially with like health and wellness. And, mm-hmm. you know, I spent a year, you know, trying to lose weight and I, I'm ha- you're happy about that. They mm-hmm. joy there. But when you reach the goal, what do you do? So it's kind of like- a great point. Let's prolong reaching the goal because I don't know what to do next. Let's start from scratchy. <laughs> or or it's like oh i'm so close i can take it easy but we know taking it easy means falling back into old habits Mm
0: -hmm, mm -hmm. right right um that's funny that you said that you tell your client it's not a train because sometimes the fear is like what happens when i get there and then what's next and sometimes it's like and that could go either way it's like what's next now i've reached my goal i've accomplished the thing And some people have not accomplished goals. And the fear fear of failing is easy because it's like, then I try again, then I do something else. The fear of success sometimes really gets folks.
1: Yeah, and I think it's because we fixate on one goal. So like Mm. when I I first started working in social work, like I knew that I wanted to be a child welfare social worker. Mm -hmm. Like that's what I wanted to be. I accomplished that. But then, you know, two to three years into it, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) You know, but it felt like instead of recognizing it as an accomplishment, I felt like I was a failure because Mm. I was like, I wanted to do this and now I don't want to do this. So Mm. I failed. But it's like, no, you accomplished the goal. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. (laughs) You know, that took a therapist to help me realize that like it's okay. to move on. And it's okay to change your mind too. Yeah. So that's what I'm like, we, we spend so much time on accomplishing these one goals or or we put all of our eggs in one basket, so to say, Mm -hmm. but then when you do accomplish it, instead of like rejoicing and like figuring out what the next thing is, Mm
2: -hmm. you're like,
1: Oh shoot, what do I do? Like, (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. Or you get very close to about to achieve that that goal then then you're scared because you're about to achieve the goal like right you're um the work that i'm doing now i work with uh families in a home a homeless shelter and it's a mm-hmm. 90 90 day program and so they're supposed to you know get housing within 90 days but okay as they're getting closer to to getting their housing, they get scared. So that mm-hmm. self sabotage comes in because you don't you don't you're not going to have the comfort level of having a you know staff and people mm-hmm. who support you. So like the self sabotage, I feel like kind of can be produced from fear because we're like, oh no. Well, if I do this, then then what? I don't know what's going to happen. So that fear just oh, I can just take it easy, or oh, I don't do I really want to do this? You know. Yeah.
0: Do you check it with checkline Like if you notice it in your clients, you do call it out?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. do. They, so the it's in, the dynamics is, is interesting at my current job because it's like they have case managers mm-hmm. and then I, uh, I'm the social worker. So I'm like, doing clinical connecting clients with like clinical resources okay you know maybe doing some therapy on site depending on how the clients are presenting Uh Um, and then you know you know how agencies feel like the social worker can fix everything so
0: (laughs) the social worker does all of the job yeah
1: so there's like but won't
0: get paid for all of that.
1: but won't get paid so it's like you want to have a difficult conversation oh the social worker can can talk to that client Uh and i'm just like like i told my supervisors like i'm not therapy is not, that's not a part of my my job description. So I'm not doing that. Like I'll do groups and stuff, but for particular clients that I know that like, yeah, you just don't want to leave because you're comfortable here. I will have those conversations like, you know, and of course it's a shelter. So we try not to make it comfortable. Like there's a whole bunch of restrictions of what they can and cannot have, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. So I'll approach it with them. Like what's going on? Like what? (laughs) You you just, you just got approved for your apartment. Now you miss a curfew every night. What's up? Like Uh what what is up? Because you about to be out the door. Oh no, no, no. You know, they'll come up with the the excuses and it's like, Uh no, you don't, you don't, are you scared to go to your apartment? And then, so let's talk about that. What kind of supports do you need so that you can be successful there? Um, so the clients that I have done that have acknowledged it with it's just it's just fear you know especially when you're working with the population who have experienced homelessness it's chronic you know Mm -hmm. so it's like they they're like scared because like is this really gonna be it is this really gonna be the end and you know dc's homeless system is not the best so okay unfortunately it might not be the end for them you know but i still kind of try to motivate them to at least step out the door this time you Mm -hmm. know you come back, that's I'm sorry. <laughs> but at least you got you gotta step out the door this time and take the chance.
0: Got it. Okay. What has been helpful? Have you ever had an experience where you've self-sabotaged?
1: You feel? Oh, all the time. Like I don't think recently, because I think recently I've been kind of on my like trying to figure out what I want to do with my life thing. <laughs> um, but I think, let's see. I can think of like, so I did this, you know, you know me, Joy. One thing about me, I'm an interview for a job. I'm a Look, <laughs> if
0: you ever, yo, you are the one person that I know that I can guarantee if I ever hear or see you saying, I'm going on an interview, you probably gonna get the job. Or if I ever see or hear you saying, I'm quitting a job, either you got five already lined up, or like, you can have none lined up, but you're gonna
1: get one. You going not get is, a job. I am going to get a job. I'm going to have one. Just, why don't you teach like a how to get a job class?
0: There's folks struggling with working and you always secure employment.
1: That's a good, that's a good, Hey, I'm going to look into that. <laughs> I think that I, I just interview well, like mm-hmm. I know how to like interview very well. And also finesse because you Mm -hmm. ask me something and I don't know you're sure and I'm gonna figure it out like Mm -hmm. but um so I had this interview with this um agency that I, I it was pretty cool it was like a wellness clinic um and they were incorporating mental health um side of it so they wanted to in addition to like the the physical fitness they they had physical fitness nutrition something else and then they want to incorporate mental health into it okay um and I was like oh this be right in line right in line with what I'm trying to do personally mm-hmm. um they were they were they weren't trying to give me a salary I what I wanted but they did get you know very close to what I was asking for so I was like oh, okay I can do this mm-hmm. gave them like okay yeah I can do this but then I was like, oh, do I want to make this transition now, you know, mm-hmm. considering all that I have going on. And I really just got in my head about like what it would look like as opposed to just taking it and going with it and then figuring it out. I like internally was like, oh, but what if this, I, I might not be able to do this. And then mm-hmm. at the time approaching for, you know, having parents prepared for bariatric surgery. I'm like, what's mm-hmm. that going to look like? I just got a new job. I'm not gonna be able to take time off. Like right. all of these thoughts. So, <clears throat> then i emailed them um and was like yeah or well, they were emailing me about being credentialed and i was like well i'm already credentialed because i have my own private practice which mm-hmm. they knew you know during the the time and so ultimately i just told them i was like mm, actually i don't want the job anymore um i prefer to just have a job where i can stay at home yeah and oh you are going to have like, to
0: go in person
1: it was in person yeah okay. so i was just like i think i I not necessarily set self-sabotage in the way of that. I think I definitely talked myself out of it. Mm, uh-huh, uh-huh. I think I could have transitioned to that job and then figured out, you know, what does that look like for if I need time off for surgery? Right. And if, you know, I think I could have and I, I do think that that would have been a better fit than what I'm doing now but I just kind of got in my head about the unknown and like
2: mm.
1: I need to have all of these things figured out. And It's like, girl, you don't, you really don't.
0: But I think that's a lot of people. Like, I I mean, I think about like moving, like I was like, what? Do, I've talked about moving for years, but it was just one of those, like, what does it look like? And who's going to be there? What's this going to be like? And what's this and this and this and this? And you tell people, I've talked myself out of it for years of like, I don't know all of the answers. And the most of the time we don't have all of the answers nope. and some things you just got to do scared you got to do a little bit unprepared you got to step out on faith and kind of just do it
1: 100 percent, 100 and that is the thing that and it's it's crazy because of yo my clients they really be my therapist on the low sometimes because <laughs> i always tell them like one of my clients she's always like we had this analogy about like the doomsday train. So whenever she starts to get spiraling, I'm like, uh-uh, I already ripped up your ticket to the doomsday train. You can't get on <laughs> the, the train no more. Like literally, I took, I like that. took some paper and ripped it up. And she's like, why are you ripping it up? I was like, that's your ticket to the doomsday train. You you can't get on it anymore. Uh-huh. Because when you get those spiraling thoughts, it's like you're going, you're thinking the possible worst scenario which usually does not happen at all. (laughs) Your brain can go so far
0: and it can take you on like, well, then everything is going to blow up and then this and this. And it's like,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: Why did you even go there?
1: (laughs) Yep. And then you, and then you self-sabotage because you're like, oh, well, I won't do this and I'll show up in this way. And Mm -hmm. it's like, prevent me from being, you know, say for instance, needing to be, in a space or um, needing to be some like I've been in places where, you know, the opportunity was already mine, but I just didn't show up because I was scared, Ooh, you know, And yeah. it's like <laughs> all you had to do was show up yeah. but in, in my mind. I'm all of the unknowns and all of the the thoughts and things that get me to believing that like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm I'm not worthy of this position or am I even going to, do I even know what I'm going to do? Like, do they know who I am? Like, are they sure? And it's like, yes, girl. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a fact. I feel
0: like any like speaking opportunity I've got or sometimes my people are like reached out to me. I'm like, for what? (laughs) and it's, it's, You know, you take it for the most part, but it's also like that fear of like, is this going to be terrible? It's going to be terrible. I'm going to sound stupid. I don't know how to talk. I don't know how to do this. Do I even know what the topic is? And it's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Like you said, even if you don't know, finesse it. Like you, you got through the door. What you got to do is like say the thing and do the thing. Because clearly somebody sees something in you that you might not in this moment see in yourself.
1: That's so, that is so, 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 so big. And it's like, a lot of the times it's stuff that, that, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you know, that it's like, like, say for instance, it's like speaking, like somebody may, you know, want me to speak about foster care or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need to prep for that. But then I get in my head about like, how, how are they going to perceive me? You know, what is this going to look like? Um, mm-hmm. And just basically self-sabotaging is basically putting anything in our way so that we don't do it so it's like I'm gonna put any little excuse that you know I can't go to this thing or or for me I'm really big (laughs) I'm really big on like if I'm scared of something or if I like myself way that I self-sabotage a lot is like just not showing up like Mm -hmm. I would be like oh I don't feel good oh you know and I don't because I'll be stressed, but it's just like you're having a physical reaction. I'm so, having a physical, yeah. re- I'm having a physical reaction. And so I just be like, Nope, I don't feel good. Um, and just like undo everything that, that, <laughs> that somebody else has done And Like, and yeah, for me, I think the way that I do self-sabotage is, is by not showing up because I will mm. call, I will call out. I will say, I'm not going to be there. Um, And a lot of, a lot of times it's rooted in fear. Like I'm afraid Mm -hmm. for, you know, if I'm in that room, what does that mean?
0: Right. Right. I was thinking about it in terms of like relationships and not just like intimate relationships, but like with friends and stuff like that too. It's like people want to connect or want to talk. And then you convince yourself that like, that's too much or that's overwhelming or that's scary or like, what is the expectation that somebody might have of me and and often like you know, I talk my I overthink it and then I don't show up or like I show up as like a not the real version of myself in some way like it's like this i don't know other girl <laughs> <laughs> other girl this other girl, oh, this other girl. <laughs> And I'm sitting there often like, why are you, like, what is wrong with you? And like, then then it, then it becomes like beating myself up because then I'm like overthinking the overthinking and now I'm mad that I'm overthinking. <laughs> so the whole time I'm having all of these conversations in my head and I'm not presenting my best self. And I feel like that's me also sabotaging things.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think that it is a lot of, I, I relate to that. So like, for me, I feel very uncomfortable when people want to invite me to hang out with their families. I'm just like, mm. that's not my, that's not my thing. I know, mm-hmm. and know, and I 100% know that the root cause is my experiences growing up, you know,
2: yeah.
1: growing up in foster care. is like, I've been everywhere, you know, and so mm-hmm. like, it, it self sabotage comes up in that way. Like one of my friends recently invited me to her mom's house at the church, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not feeling too good. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go home take a nap, and I'll let you know. You, uh-huh. know, you already know that meant, That was that was a no. You're not coming back outside. I'm not coming back outside. But I really did think about it after the fact, and it was like. Yeah, that, that's how I've shown up in those spaces is because instead of just saying like, because I could have just told her like no, I'm not it's not something I'm comfortable with, like mm-hmm. she's my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that um there was no like ill intent or anything. She's my friend, I like her. I just don't feel comfortable in those kinds of situations. Mm-hmm.
0: And it probably would have been received well,
1: right? But exactly. then that's the
0: other part, is then we don't communicate where we're overthinking a lot of times, and then the other person is like, oh, okay. And it's like, I probably could have just said, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm overthinking because I'm a little shy. Or like yeah. I don't interact with people's families. But this is where this comes from. And she have been like, oh,
1: okay, cool. Like, if you want to come, the invitation is open. If not, I understand. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's like, and then that's self-sabotaging in its way, in its way too, because then you're like not. I don't think this is the case with that person but potentially you are kind of putting a dent in that relationship you know yeah so like that person may be like you know oh well I invited you over and you didn't want to come and now what you know mm-hmm. there are some people in my life who they will invite me to things and I'll say no because I'm uncomfortable and they're cool with it you know but that person in particular, like she, we, um, we're friends. I just, we never had, we never interacted on that level before. And so now I'm like, now I was thinking, about, I was like, yeah, I could have just told her like, I'm not comfortable. Yeah. And, and instead of being like, I'm gonna go home, take a nap and yeah, it, it never texts her back.
0: <laughs> that too. Cause then we often don't respond, but like, then we like hide. Almost.
1: Hide. Yes.
0: And it's like, <sighs> So much of adulting, I feel like, is just saying the thing that's on your mind. Yep. And not letting it spiral and grow to a place that feels super overwhelming and, and, un- and unrealistic in and a lot of the time. Like, it's like, this is not even logical, the thing that I'm thinking. I'm like, the person is not going to not be my friend, or the person is not going to not want to be around me, or I'm not going to not ever have another speaking engagement, or I'm not going to ever lose a pound because I've thought that these things in my head sometimes it's just like I need help I need support I'm uncomfortable help me
1: yeah it's just like the whole sense of like I think self self self-sabotaging and like that insecurity self-worth those Mm -hmm. things go hand in hand because it's like what's the root cause of being a uh, fearful for going into new environments? It's like because how am I going to be perceived? Right. And so then you're like, oh, well, I don't want I don't want to even risk somebody not liking me. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a self-sabotage and just be like, you know, procrastinate, you know, self-sabotage can be procrastinating. You know, yeah. it can be yeah, we're going we gonna to schedule, you know, you know, that we can schedule that thing. We can go ahead and, and do that. And we're going to have a time to, oh, you want me to meet your aunt? Yeah. Which weekend you want? Like uh-huh. the, the continued of like, let's schedule it. Let's schedule it. And it never gets scheduled. Mm-hmm. But your intention is for it not to be scheduled because <laughs> you are self-sabotaging. Or well, already in your mind, you know that when that day comes, you're going to cancel it. <laughs> or you gonna be listen? If it's me, you gonna be sick. I'm gonna be sick. I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be sick. I do not feel well. Yeah, that is my that is my line for every I do not feel well. I ain't say I got a cold. I ain't say. Listen, it might be a physical not feel well. Or it might be a mental not feel well. Like, but it ain't happening. But it ain't happening. It ain't happening. And then on the other side of that, it's like with so so. <clears throat> self-sabotaging can present in that perfectionism as well. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, if it's not perfect, then it's not, it's not, it has to be perfect. And it's yes. like, then you wear yourself out. Yep. <laughs> you I,
0: yeah. I have a client who, I don't know if she's going to listen to this. She might, who knows? At this point, who knows anything? But um, she is such a perfectionist. And I'm like, you are in your You, you, you are the problem in your own life. Because you think that everything has to look a certain way and be a certain way before you can do it. And like, where does the bar even end? Because the perfectionism changes. Like, it's like, okay, I need to have $2. Here's $3. Oh, well, now I need to have $10. And it's like, you're never going to get there. You're always going to change it. It's never going to be good enough for you.
1: Yeah. And then if you, or if you, like the littlest things that go off track, then then you're all undone then you're Mm -hmm. like it's just Mm
2: -hmm.
1: everything is trash throw everything Mm -hmm. away definitely have I've worked with some people who have that perfectionism and I'm like okay so you have a standard here you know the let's say company the company standards can be here you know mid-level but your personal standards are all the way up here Mm -hmm. and if you're not meeting that all the way up here personal standard you think you're failing it's like right right good yes that can definitely be self-sabotaging because you're not, um, you're reaching for your standard, not acknowledging the actual standard set by whatever mm-hmm. the situation is, and it's mm-hmm. just like it's all or nothing. I haven't done it. My, I haven't done it according to my standard, so I haven't done it at all.
0: Right, right. And then people start overthinking and beating themselves up, and then it leads to other things because you don't feel enough or worthy, and then you often block other situations from from being available to you because you don't think that you deserve of them you deserve them
1: very true very true I think um one way that people um, that I feel like might not be a common self-sabotaging way or people identify it as self-sabotaging is like drugs and alcohol so mm. you, using drugs and alcohol to escape, and it doesn't have to be, you know, hardcore drugs like marijuana mm-hmm. is a way to escape. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. alcohol is clearly legal um, if you're of age, mm-hmm. but it also is a way to escape. And that's, that's self-sabotaging in, this, in, this, in its own right too. Because say, for instance, you have I had this situation happen recently, like you are supposed to be somewhere mm. and you get high on your way there. And then you show up high, and then people are like, What the hell is happening here? Like, yeah, because you're not yourself in an environment that you you would have thrived in if you were yourself, you know? Right. Um, or leaving, you know, leaving situations early because you don't want people to know, like if it's if it's something that If it's a substance or if it's a habit that is not known to people, Mm -hmm. it's like you're self-sabotaging in that way because it's like, oh, hey, y'all, I just came to show face. And then you're out because you got to go handle your own business. So I think that I think a lot of people don't see that drugs and alcohol as it can be self-sabotaging because
0: that's a huge one,
1: whether or not it's to deal with the situation you know I, I i think it's pretty common like people will be like um we had this thing in dc um like funeral pro- progression what's it called procession
0: oh yeah yeah yeah.
1: Cars. so <laughs> we had the cars right they're lined up they had like a big sprinter van these people hanging out the sprinter vans with bottles of alcohol riding down the street i was like what, what? I was like, why, D.C.? Why, D.C.? Are um, these Black people? You know they are cousins. You know. I mean, it was like it was like a big sprint event, like a party bus sprint event. <laughs> I have
0: an old visual in my head. The
1: door was open. They had the bottles. Then another car came behind them. They had the rooftop. They was out the rooftop. This is for a funeral procession. A funeral, girl. They was going to lay somebody to rest, child. I was like, "Whoo." they said oh. they said their man's going out with a party and now you know i respect that because y'all get there first before you start to turn up
0: yes 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 <laughs> so, yes can you get there safely
1: can you get there safely because it definitely looked like they was going to fall out of that day <laughs> oh, oh god
0: that's not nice.
1: <laughs> so, and but that's so sabotaging because guess yeah. what you're on your way to a funeral to deal with something difficult and mm-hmm. so you gotta alter your the way you show up yeah.
0: Ooh, that's real
1: You and only only therapist be sitting at the stop sign analyzing and diagnosing. I'm like, why why am I thinking about all of this? I, I, sure, I sure was assessing each and every one of them at this stop sign. I'm like
0: you created a whole storyline you done a biopsychosocial I did
1: a biopsychosocial I got a case study ready to present I am just I said why am I like this
0: but that's true
1: that's real
0: yeah because it's because it, then again you're not showing up as yourself
1: Yep.
0: To not do the thing, and also, I wish sometimes as as therapists we could turn the the damn
1: thing off. <laughs> I need to turn it. It would be so beneficial to me to turn it. Off. <laughs> I just,
0: sometimes yeah. I turn it all the way off, and then I feel like I'm like aloof, like I'm like I don't have any anything. Like people will say stuff, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Listen, wow, that was that's
0: crazy. a that's that's crazy. That's crazy <laughs> that's I, because I don't want anybody to be like, you're trying to social work me. So then I don't say anything and then I feel like this is not helpful. You yeah. probably wish you picked somebody else to talk to.
1: But <laughs> see, I have my friends, well, all of my friends are social workers, so okay. We be social working each other, but <laughs> my friends that are not social workers, they want me to social work them, and I'm like, no. First of all, mm-hmm. like, I don't have time unless you will pay that one thirty-five an hour. I might. I like, like, might. I'm like, <laughs> when
0: people say things like, I'm going to pay you, I'm like, well, you don't have to do that, but if you send it, I'm not sending it back.
1: <laughs> Listen. I'm,
0: like, I'm going to keep it because now I've just talked to you for two hours about the same thing.
1: Every time, yeah. So, yeah, it's. I feel like there's a, there's a... There's a balance between that, but definitely since doing private practice more mm-hmm. uh, with the goal of trying to make it full-time, I definitely am like talked out. I don't be wanting to talk to people. That's
0: a fact.
1: I'm like, ugh, like At the end
0: of the day, it's full silence.
1: Like, I don't want to use words right now. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad that I live alone. Ain't nobody in here but me and Oreo. Okay.
0: <laughs> and Oreo ain't going to chat back.
1: Oreo did not be paying me no attention. He just get the hollering when he got his food. That's it. <laughs> so, yeah, I definitely see that. Self-sabotaging is It's all about the root of it, right?
2: Yeah. What,
1: what's causing it and what's causing you not to show up, like you said, as your authentic self. Right, so right. whatever it is, you're showing up in spaces, not your authentic self. So, you're essentially self-sabotaging because mm-hmm. what you would have gotten from that space if you showed up as yourself could be beneficial, but because of, you know, the fear, the the judgment, whatever it is, the root cause, you alter how you show up.
0: Yeah. What do you think people could do to not do that? <laughs> like, don't, other than like, don't do that.
1: <laughs> right. like, stop doing that right now. And, and then <laughs> they, they proceed to do the exact same thing. Um, I think they got to know why they're doing this. So what's, yeah. what, like, we talked a lot about, like, the root cause. So, like, you got to know what the root cause is. Like, of yeah. course, I know, you know, as clinicians, we we can identify root causes in us, right? But mm-hmm. that don't necessarily mean we, we yeah, okay, I know and I ain't trying to do nothing about it right now. Because
0: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's also a thing. It's like, just because you come up with the root cause, just because you identify that you're self-sabotaging and overthinking and being your own barrier doesn't mean you're going to change it you have to still want to do that.
1: Absolutely. So which
0: is going to make you
1: uncomfortable because now you're going to be doing things that you haven't been doing. Yep. So I think that if you don't know the root cause of why you're doing it, you gotta, you gotta kind of unpack that root, that Uh root of like, what's, what's stopping you from showing up as your authentic self in this situation is, do you feel like people are going to judge you? Do you Uh feel like you're not adequate enough? Do you feel like you don't have the experience? Like, unpacking why you can't because self-sabotaging if you look at it in a real layman's terms is just showing up differently showing up differently than yourself Mm -hmm. so what's causing what's the root behind that and then you don't necessarily have to oh tomorrow it's gonna be better (laughs) exactly It's, it's like okay if the root of why i am you know, say for instance, something that we're all very familiar with, we go into social work conferences, right? Uh And, you know, that can be a little awkward sometimes.
0: Very awkward. Oh my God. Ah, people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, people. (laughs) Like what? People. (laughs) But if you're in that situation, right, and you're going and you're like, you're afraid to show up in that space because maybe people will think that you're not the same person that you present online, yeah. you know,
2: yeah.
1: um, that could be the root cause of it. But acknowledging that helps you to say, no, I, I do show up authentically as myself mm-hmm. online. And so they're going to receive the same person. Now, yeah. don't, don't show up authentically <laughs> as yourself online online you this there's another issue <laughs> there's another issue we need to talk about why you catfishing that nah, I, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I don't know but like thinking about like i think knowing the root helps you to kind of reel back in when you find yourself so self-sabotaging so mm-hmm. whether that's procrastination or that is um showing up like if you're if you are an extrovert person and you mm-hmm. show up in a room as an introvert and not say anything mm-hmm. um,
0: that's why I make it very clear I'm very awkward at first <laughs> you gotta get I gotta feel comfortable
1: and then I'm like Sing your random songs. (laughs) Right. Otherwise
0: I'm quiet and nervous.
1: Exactly. So (laughs) it it starts with acknowledging what the root feeling is Mm -hmm. behind that and then addressing that. So Mm -hmm. you won't necessarily address the the self-sabotage of how you self-sabotage, but you got to address the root, which would then change the way you show up in spaces.
0: Right, right. And if the root is fear, then maybe... It's thinking, it, it's a few things. It's like, what, what what about it are you afraid of? Are you afraid of failing? Are you afraid of succeeding? Are you afraid of the process? Are you afraid that's going to be hard? Is it, are there like resources and other barriers that are in the way that you're afraid to like address or to, to even think about or, you know, and unpacking that. And then if it's like, I'm afraid of failing, what's the, unpacking, what's the worst that happens if you don't do it? If it doesn't work out this time, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Is somebody going to come and, like, cart you off to hell and you can never come back to earth?
1: Not cart you. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Um, Cart you off to hell. Well, that's a a new one. (laughs) But no, I think, absolutely, I think that. And then a lot of times that I, what I do with my clients and they hate it, It's like oh, it's like oh, I'm fearful, or like we we work on what the root cause is. That's the very first thing. Then it's uh-huh. like, if you find out that the root cause is fear, okay, when is the very first time that you felt afraid? Mm-hmm. Let's go there. Mm-hmm. We don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. It's hard to go there because that is some childhood experience. Where yeah, made you feel afraid, or some, and even with perfectionism, yeah. some childhood experience where someone. Sh- Demonstrated to you that you have to be perfect, and right. so unlearning that and walking it through like that's some of the inner child work that mm-hmm. that is done in therapy. Because like, yes, we you can come and sit on this Zoom with me because it's virtual. We praise mm-hmm. God. I love virtual therapy.
0: <laughs> I do too. I, I I miss in person, but I like not having to go anywhere.
1: Yeah, I do miss in person because I don't see kids anymore because I just.
0: Kids online is very different.
1: It's very different. I don't want to look at your ceiling. I don't, I don't, <sighs> I don't care that you guys. Okay. Do
0: Why don't they put the camera on their face? It's so weird.
1: It's so, and don't let it be a teenager.
0: Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. It's yeah. like, wow, I like your bang or like your top bun, because all of the girls in New York had a little top bun with like little baby ponytail.
1: <laughs> Hilarious. And I see your
0: eyebrows today hey, come on. I can't.
1: with yeah. on. Yeah, so I, I do miss that component because I, I would want to, to be able to, to diversify my clientele, but I do mm-hmm. like it. And so it's like how you show up is based off of everything that we do is based off a of childhood experience. Like we, right. we learned how to be humans in our childhood. Yes. And, so, and some of that stuff that we learned was not norm. It was not, yeah. healthy, not norm, not healthy. And so when you're, when you have behavior self, self self-sabotaging behaviors in adulthood, Mm -hmm. you have to take it back to Mm -hmm. that childhood. So it's like, okay, so I'm self-sabotaging because I'm scared to get this job promotion. Okay. Well, what happened the very first, like, what was the response when you felt fear for the very first time? Mm
2: -hmm. How
1: did somebody in your life respond to that? Mm -hmm. And now helping you see that that's not how people respond to fear. Like, Right. teaching you different ways to respond to fear and that can be you know that's work you know because yes. trying to get clients to go back to that place is hard I it mean some hard. people some people they jump right back there I've had one person the first session sis was like so in my childhood I was like oh
0: oh <laughs> has uh, she been in therapy before
1: I think so yeah
0: oh. <laughs> and I was
1: just I was just like okay so this first session which is just real basic okay <laughs> I see. I see that you got it in you. Oh, you go know, take, take some notes for me. But we just got We gotta get some insurance information out the way first, okay? Girl, sis, sis clicked onto that link. It was gone.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, "How you doing, girl? My name is Kiana." <laughs> <laughs> but I love those kind of clients. I yeah. love it.
0: Yeah. I love it. I love when people are like, "I know that I do this because X person." usually an adult in my life used to say or do this thing and this is where this is coming from and I want to do something differently <laughs> yes because then it's like okay we could work with that folks that are like and even some people like know where it come from but I think some people still get stuck in like but this this is it I'm, I still can't move past that yeah and it's like I, 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 us- I usually have the conversation about like, is that person's voice in your head when you're doing these things? And has that person's voice now become your own voice in your head? And like, mm-hmm. is that now the, the narrative that you have told yourself? And if this is the narrative that you've told yourself and taught yourself, can't you teach yourself some other narrative? And let's undo that one that you have that, that's keeping you from living the life that you want to live and being the person you want to be and doing the things you want to do.
1: Facts, facts. I love that. I love, I know, I love the little um, post-its that you have with the affirmations on them. Mm -hmm. I've I've done that with clients. It's like, you got to change the narrative in your head around Mm -hmm. this. So write some positive affirmations. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of my work is also faith-based. So write some scriptures Mm -hmm. that's going to change what you change your internal narrative Mm -hmm. because you, that ain't it. Like, but like you said, I do I do like when clients can come and say, "Oh, I know it. I know this is this, and that's why I'm doing this, but I don't know how to stop doing it." Yeah, like that is a perf- chef's kiss client. Like, yes, so like that. It's like, let's
0: go, let's do
1: it. It's like, oh, bet, yes, we can definitely do that because then they're also open to the things right. that you want them to do versus like I don't know how. And the people that don't know, it's not to say that they're not open. Exactly. There's a lot. And it's not to say that we don't want to work with them. Absolutely. I absolutely right. want to work with you because that's, right. the, that's the rewards in that too. Exactly. From a place of like barely getting two words from you to now you come in and you're like,
2: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I like,
1: guess you know, but it just is the approach is different as a clinician. The approach absolutely. is different. Um, but the, the end goal is the same. We want you to, we want you to reframe whatever Mm -hmm. that, that experience was that has you showing up as an adult and self-sabotaging in situations that would benefit you.
0: Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. That's
1: so, oh my
0: God. (laughs) I love it. I I, I, like, like, I know we were talking about like, at the end of the day, it's like exhausting and sometimes we don't want to talk, but like, there's so many points during the day that I'm like, I love my clients. I love what I do. And I love when they're like, oh, I did this thing and you're going to be proud. Or like, yes. I, I didn't do that thing that I usually do. Cause I, you know, I heard your voice in my head and I'm like, oh, okay. what I said, You know? So. Right.
1: That part. I love it. One of my clients t- today, actually, she was like, yeah. Cause, um, what you said have really resonated with me. And I was like, what I said. Okay. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> How did that work out for you? Walk me through that because I'm right. trying to remember I what I said. <laughs> what did I say? I did. that happened to me Thursday.
0: A client and and like uh, this one client, we're on a one a, a once once-a-month schedule now. Um, cause she's like achieved her goals, but just kind of want to check in or whatever. And she's like, What you said the last time? I'm like, a month ago. I definitely don't remember what I said a month ago. <laughs> girl what I said she's like I just kept hearing your voice in my head and da-da-da-da. you know and even though she's done so much work I mean all of them have done so much work it's so interesting when like you'll ask a question and they're like why do you want to go there today it's like yeah. oh I was I was like, I'm i just trying to do my job we can not we can talk about the sky if that's where you want to go but you, you brought it up so I feel like we should do the work
1: so yeah yes yes oh, oh that's so good that is so yeah I think that that's the reward uh that's the goal you want to see people you know who are coming with whether it's self-sabotaging behavior yeah or not, you know Want to unpack? It's kind of like you gotta hit the reverse button before you can even you go through you gotta hit, hit the reverse. Absolutely. Figure out where this self-sabotaging behavior came from and mm-hmm. what's the root of it, and then replace that with mm-hmm. some things that that are healthier. So, if it's you know you're fearful of walking in a new room, maybe you know you have somebody that is your hype man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm you call your best friend up and be like okay it's almost time like and then she's gonna hype you up and let you know that you got this girl mm-hmm. you know if it's something if it's somewhere that you're going to speak plant like when this is something that I've done all the time like I used to do a lot of advocacy for child welfare mm-hmm. and I would invite people and plant them in the room so that I felt comfortable so I'm like yeah. can you come? can you come um listen to me speak like and so when I feel myself getting nervous, I'm scanning the room for the, the people that I know. And then yeah. that kind of brings you back. So if it's situations like that of like-
0: Oh, you ooh. just made me nervous about something that I'm speaking on. Oh, no, God. You know. <laughs> I'm like, There will be people. I can look at people. I can look at people. But okay, sorry.
1: Crying. In Georgia? No,
0: in Philly, actually.
1: Oh, tell me more offline. Because you know Philly. Okay. You know, I'm hopping Judah to Jetta and I can, I can get to Philly. Um. Yeah. So, that's the like you have to. You have to, in order to prevent that, you have to put systems in place. You do. You feel comfortable showing up as yourself, Mm -hmm. and then as you do it, you won't always need those systems because Mm -hmm. now you've proven to yourself that you can show up in this room as yourself. You don't need to self-sabotage. You don't need to avoid situations.
0: And that's what a lot of people need is a win. They need a, like, I did it. And then it's like, you did it this time. You can do it again. Yep. Yeah. I, I think about, like, us and I think about you and, like, our journey. And I'm like, even with the work that we do, there was a point that I don't think we thought we would maybe have the full impact that we do or, like, be in the place that we are. I think it was very much like, I want to do this one thing in social work and that's it. And and now it's like, if I had stayed with that mindset and not that there was anything wrong with that mindset then, but if I would have stayed with that, there would have been a lot of opportunities and people that I wouldn't have met and I wouldn't have had a pod, you know, like so many just things that I just wouldn't have done that I'm glad that I got out of it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that, oh. Girl, don't even get me started. Like, uh, I, that's like I said earlier. Like, I first of all, I didn't know much about social work when I decided that I was going to become a social worker. My mm-hmm. my connection with social to social work was because I was in foster care. I had right. social workers, and I knew that that's what I wanted to do after, you know, my med school dreams crashed and burned, um, <laughs> I was like, okay, what else would I want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and I said social work because I I felt like, but I didn't know, I didn't know social workers were licensed. I didn't mm-hmm. know social workers had to get master's degrees. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know any of those things. I just decided that I wanted to do it because I wanted to be a child welfare social worker. Right. So I switched my undergrad major to social work, went to an advanced standing program, social work, finished. And then that's when I realized, oh, I got to get a license. Uh, <laughs> I got to take a test. It's not over. <laughs> over. So I get my license. I get my child welfare job. And I'm, I'm like, "Bet this is it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Two years in, I'm like, whew, I'm tired. Yeah, but child
0: welfare. I don't know. When people say, I've been in child welfare for 10 years, I'm like, how?
1: How? God not, bless you. Not, not case carrying. You cannot have been case carrying for 10 years.
0: Mm-mm.
1: I case carried for four years and it felt like 15
0: Um, I did almost three and towards the end of that my supervisor was like you just need to take some time off because you just come here you just look so miserable she was sending me jobs because it was a lot (laughs) she was like you need a new job I'm like can you just fire me She's like you do your work too well I'm like ah I don't want to be here no more can you just fire me I just want to get fired so I can get unemployment
1: that was my goal oh my god yeah so that was like that's how you change like mm-hmm. my goal was being a child welfare social worker mm-hmm. and so once i have been doing it for a while and i realized this isn't the ceiling i kind of initially felt like a failure mm-hmm. but then i also was able to open up to more things like therapy you know mm-hmm. i could not, ha- not have seen myself doing therapy so i started doing fee-for-service therapy and then I feel like once you do fee for service therapy, you see how whack it is. You like, oh no, nah. <laughs> oh no, nah. I gotta get my own. I gotta get my own. Yo,
0: fee for service definitely will light a fire under you. Of like mm-hmm. I said, I
1: gotta get my own. The very first place that I did fee for service therapy, these people, it was just not. And this is what helped me realize that I need to, I need to find my my population of clients that I I want to serve, because it was just very very white, very. Mm. Um, I got a B instead of an A, and there's tears, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I was just like, I'm not, I'm not being an effective um, clinician Mm -hmm. to this client, and Mm -hmm. I told my supervisor, I was like, I'm actually just, I'm I'm, I'm leaving, (laughs) like, (laughs) like
0: that's why, I mean, I really feel like representation matters, and that's, I, when, when, white clinicians, and not all of them, but some of them, when they want to work with certain populations, I'm like, I just don't see how it's going to be a good fit. Because I know that that if a client is like, I got a B instead of an A, and now I, I only have a half a million dollars in the bank. I just, I can't connect to that. And I'm gonna have an attitude because you're wasting my time.
1: That's literally how I was. I Now I had like two, two black girls who I loved doing my uh-huh. with them, but then the agency just did me so wrong. When I transitioned, they email all my clients. They didn't even give me a chance to tell my clients that I was leaving. Uh, my client is texting me like, Hey, I just got this email. I was like, I'm so sorry. Yes, I am leaving, but they didn't have to do it like that. Um, so that was one negative then i went to another FIFA service which was more with the population but that was right before COVID and then when everything went virtual they were just so everybody was haste it was just like you don't know what's going on no mm-hmm. communication i said oh yeah once i get this clinical license it's a wrap it's a wrap it's a wrap so yeah i think that we well go-
0: congratulations look at you
1: yeah oh god girl now we what not- would
0: the key of 10 years ago say to the key
1: today Girl, you still alive? Like, <laughs> That's real. That's real. <laughs> How in the world, girl? Mm-hmm. I am like mind blown. My sister was reminding me of something that we did um a couple years ago. Uh, Tiffany Haddish can. I just love Tiffany Haddish. Yeah, mm-hmm. had, went to like a stand up thing. I was like, I don't remember that. Like, I'm like, dang, I, I live so much. Like, my life has been packed. 30 something years that's like dang i don't even remember all of that i've done sometimes but
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah i man it's it's god because it ain't key it ain't, key. It ain't key. it's not key it's, all it's
0: god cause it ain't key that feel like god. it should be a shirt
1: <laughs> man it's it's god because who child i i mm, he probably sick of me at this point like he if, not. I got, if i got to grab you by your collar all time like <laughs> hey oh he don't play about you he don't he don't the favor is real but child i am i i'm i'm literally speechless everybody always asks yeah. me like what what would you say to your younger self girl you you make it like you make it like uh-huh. whatever whatever the situation is don't worry because you make it yeah. for the other side i'm
0: so proud of you
1: i
2: love you joy i love you too
1: <laughs>
0: Uh, are there any last any like final thoughts or words or comments you'd like to give the folks
1: yes 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 so i went on over here to the Uh googleisha
0: um
1: (laughs) you know we got to give the folks some resources right? yes yes okay so self-sabotaging there's some questions that you can ask yourself if you um want to identify if you're self-sabotaging. So I'm mm. going to read about four of them because it's a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So the first question, it says, if you, well, let me set you up for the, for the, the, the question. So <laughs> it says, if you think you self-sabotage, ask yourself these questions. The first question is, is your behavior aligning with your goals?
2: Ooh.
1: If not, what is, what is stopping you from taking action to make your dreams come true?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is your behavior aligning with the values and the current and your current belief? If not, what is stopping you from taking actions to align this with your values? Do you feel uneasiness, uneasiness or discomfort when you progress? If yes, dig deeper. Well, I hate questions that be like dig deeper. <laughs> is this discomfort based on what others told you that limited? that limited your aspirations and then the last one is are you concerned with achieving more than you thought possible
0: mm-hmm. Woo. yeah
1: so those are some questions for you if you if you're like self-sabotaging I don't do that I show up as me in every area mm-hmm we all try to (laughs) we We all try try to to. we all try to and we may not may not even recognize that you are self-sabotaging that's a fact you're just like why does this not work out for me Mm -hmm. well are your actions lining with your goals are Mm -hmm. your actions lining with your values and you know your belief Mm -hmm. system um that's real are you in therapy because if not get you a therapist (laughs)
0: I'm getting back into therapy because I've started to realize a lot of things on this move journey Ooh. and dating and just like being away from my support system that I'm used to having.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm realizing a lot of things about joy and I'm like, Ooh. it's and, and it's, and it's been good and it's been hard. And I'm like, I, there's a whole nother level of work that I need to do.
1: but sometimes you gotta you got to step away assess the work that you did do yeah apply it yeah realize that okay there's 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 further more work to Mm -hmm. go Mm -hmm.
0: yep so i i mean obviously i'm an advocate for i mean that's not obvious all therapists are not advocates for therapy some people don't think it works which i think is strange as to why they're in this profession but I don't
1: know. Um we might have episode part two. <laughs> oh
0: I don't get that. I mean, I had an intern and she was, I was like, "You have you thought about therapy? And she's like, it don't work. I'm like, you were in a MSW program. What you talking about? High
1: key concern.
0: <laughs> high key, I mean, child, there was a lot of high key concerns, but that was the high key concern number one. It's like, if you don't, if you're doing the work, professionally you should think that it works that's like a brain surgeon like this ain't gonna work i'm gonna just cut your head open and you still gonna have the same issues i don't want you working with me (laughs) i need you to believe in your products
1: no Uh -uh. seriously i think i think it's just a matter of not finding a good fit like you know that's really what it is it took me a while to find a good therapist and i was frustrated Mm about about it because i'm like i'm a clinician how can i do that you know but I think a lot of the time, for me, my experience, experiences were because I am a clinician. I think that makes it harder in therapy. It makes it harder, but my current therapist is great. And I, off the bat, you know, they do a little interest form. I was like, "Yes, I'm a clinician, but in this space, I'm not. I don't know nothing." And that's how I you love that. You. Like, I
0: love that.
1: And she was like, "I hear you. I see you." And it's been great. So yeah. I think if if they if you don't if you are a clinician or a mental health provider and you don't believe in therapy it's because you haven't had the right fit and you just got to great or if you're not
0: a, a, a mental health provider or a clinician and you have tried therapy and you feel like it doesn't work it, a, a, a huge part of it is the fit if the person doesn't make you feel like you want to talk to them and you want to unpack stuff and you want to talk about your life then you're not you're going to show up and feel like this is dumb
1: yeah yeah that's definitely definitely it you was about to fit you ask your friends who their therapists are Mm -hmm, you know
0: mm -hmm. yeah my therapist that i had in new york referred me to somebody so i'm gonna reach out to them because she's like i might get licensed in georgia i'm like well hurry up then we got more stuff to do do. (laughs) she's like in the meantime here's somebody else i'm like all right so you gonna get licensed or not but she was finishing a phd program so shout out to my old therapist because she's a doctor now Mm. i can't probably can't afford her now anyway
1: (laughs) hey the price no listen you get you got to get the the grandfather then price right
0: please jesus but but yeah but thank you key it's always a pleasure
1: love it
0: i will talk to you soon where can people
1: follow you and find you people can follow me on ig uh live free with key k-e-e um i'm I'm on the tick of the talk but you are it's it's, i feel weird being over there in those streets why the children are there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it feels weird being over in those streets. But you know what I, I will say? I do like TikTok better because it's like I can post my content and just keep moving as opposed to like Instagram. I get in a Instagram like hole and I oh. 12 12 hours later I'm scrolling. <laughs> it is like with TikTok, I don't really engage with people on it. So it's just okay. like I post my TikTok. I might scroll through, you know, the for you page, but I'm not there the way that i am on um instagram but yes really
0: see i don't have tiktok um i don't even have the app on my phone because there was a time that i was my friend and i were like on tiktok and it then the sun came up and i was like nah i i can't
1: now i have been i have had those moments with tiktok but (laughs) i think that i you know you somebody get to talk it just be it's a rabbit hole um but more so well Really, and, uh, initially, I was annoyed with it because the children was just over there dancing. But I feel like you have to, so you have to like s- narrow in your, your feed, you know? So you can see, like, so if something pops up that you don't want to see, you, you put not interested and then it stops showing those things. So
0: ah, oh, kind of got
1: to you got filter your own feed. So it's showing up things that you want to see. So that was helpful. But yes, TikTok will give you, you will be our worst, on TikTok, but for me, Instagram is more so because that's where I talk to all my people at. Yeah,
0: <laughs> Instagram know? definitely has a chokehold on me. <laughs> it's
1: like, I've been I be trying to leave Instagram for like a day, and then I redownload it, and it's just me. It's a problem. I need freedom, but <laughs> anyway, yes, you can find me on Instagram, live free with key, um, K-E-E, also on TikTok. I also have a YouTube channel, mm-hmm. live free with key, um, yeah, that's why I be heading these internet streets. All
0: right. Well, thank you again. Make sure you follow Key. AAA, a, a. it's a dance, y'all. I'm missing it. Um, <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode. Let us know about some things that you have overcome as far as self sabotage and, and overthinking and where you are now in your journey. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye.
1: Don't say no.